Yo, 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 what up and welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report Film Podcast, your weekly deep dive into all things movies and entertainment through a colorful perspective. Yes, your favorite minorities are finally back and we are proudly reporting for duty. Myself, Kobe Mac, Shama returns. Yeah. Raulito and his wife, the... Desiree Nevado, our proud producer. What up, though? Welcome back, everyone. Also, don't forget to mention our lovely guests, uh, the neighbors from both upstairs and next door. Exactly. <laughs> the Apartment living. Apartment living. Well, you can hear the footsteps from upstairs. Oh, okay. And you can hear the creepy child scratching on the wall. I think it's the ultrasound of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's a creepy child scratching the sound of the wow. We don't even. I don't. I don't think a child lives there. So I, I don't think anybody lives I there. I think right it's now. an adult. No, there is somebody living there. But they've left their bathroom fan on for the past week. They have left their bathroom I think fan they on. Killed somebody. But they also they also leave their shades wide open, so when we get in our car, we can see them. Yes, they're like those people who leave their room. shades on even when it's nighttime. Yeah, like they leave them open, and you Ooh. can like see them. Yeah. but it's just like nobody cares. Yeah. Shut your blinds. And they yeah, act like nobody. I think it's time to buy a house. Oh, well, I mean, you know, you're welcome to put down payment. No, no, no. I think it's time to buy a house. I didn't say I'd have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Shama, welcome back, bro. Oh, man. It was a long time. It was. I forgot what your voice sounded like. Yeah, actually, I forgot. Me, me too. And I'm listening to the podcast. It's like, oh, wow. Like fluent English speakers, you know? <laughs> Nobody I was trying my podcast. best to try to get it right. Hello, guys. That, In the that, that, that was, that was pretty good. Wow. Yeah, the hell, I, I can, I'm, I'm close to mastering the hello, guys. Hello, guys. <laughs> That's good. I think it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, yo, life is up, man. It's a, uh, it's been a busy, busy week. It's crazy. It's been, it's been busy. The weather's got me, my, my, my body all messed up. Like it was seventy degrees last week, and then it got down to like sixty, and then it started fucking snowing, and then now it's sixty degrees again. It's really weird. Atlanta's just so weird. Yeah, I saw that it snowed over there. We were like, where's our snow? So my daughter wakes me up. She's like, Daddy, it's snowing. I look out the window. There's these fat flurries, like humongous flurries, right? And it's not sticking anywhere. And I'm like, all right, well, it's kind of raining and stuff like that because it's turning from snow to sleep. But I'm like, all right, let's go up north, 15, 20 miles to like this play place. I fucking get up there. And it's literally like a winter wonderland. Like there's like an inch and a half of snow everywhere, just 15 miles away. And in Atlanta, when it snows... Like every, that's everybody's excuse just to like close everything. So everything is oh, yeah. shut down. Yeah, North Carolina too. Oh my gosh. It was really, really everything cool. closing except for movie theaters. Yeah. <laughs> was it really busy <laughs> for you guys this weekend? Uh no. Not at all. <laughs> that's no, very, very disappointing uh weekend. Yeah, we will talk about the disappointment. or whatever uh, is called Harley Quinn there. <laughs> we have to figure it out. It's had a couple of name changes. But uh, I think ultimately uh, the good thing is, is that Sunday happened. The granddaddy of them all finally came, huh? Yeah, yeah, finally. Finally. Sunday did happen. We had a photo shoot. Uh, <laughs> you had a photo shoot yeah. on the same day as Oscars? Yeah, Sunday? and it was phenomenal. It's the best. Oh, my God. The best photo shoot I've ever had in my life. The best pictures I've ever had in my Wait. life. Wait. You helped? 
No, I was the. He was the subject. I was the subject. Oh my! Did you get me? My, me and family. my entire family. They were all naked. Well, hey, I like that. <laughs> 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 now we were at uh, Desiree Shama uh, contra- contracted Desiree to do his family uh, his family visit from Egypt. First of all, yeah. Let and, me talk uh, about this for a second. Can I just chime in? Listen, be, so be careful with your words. I will. So, <laughs> Shama asked me to, to take pictures of his family, and I'm like, okay, this is great. I'm excited. We get to the location. I picked it out. It's an arboretum. Oh, yeah. um, we walk in, and I think, oh, wow, this, I think they're thinking this location's really cool. Anyways, we go for a walk through the location, and I think they're, like, looking to their right, and they're looking to their left, and they're like, oh, yeah, she's probably going to take us over there, or she's probably going to take us over there. And I don't. I take them to a very dark portion of the Arboretum in the mud, no path, no grass, and I just get the vibe that they're like, they're like, why did we hire this girl? <laughs> she, she is taking us nowhere. How are we going to get good pictures? First off, I don't even understand. Like, I, I just felt like they were just so confused. Am I right? Actually, I think like only the kids more like than the adult. Like everybody has has faith. No, no. I could ask them. They said like, no, they had faith. You saw your 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 work. They said like, the, you you know what you're doing. You know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that we all would look that great in the picture, you yeah. know? I'm surprised. But I'm kind of used to it. Clients sometimes look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm just like, no, nah, just just wait. Just, just wait. wait. Yeah. You'll like the photos, I, I promise you. And then I had I made a little buddy who at first acted like they didn't know me. And then a little while later, while I'm helping Desiree block the sun from the lens, I look down, and Chama's daughter Lena's fingers in my belly button like over the shirt yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's just staring at me and she's like and then she's like thumbs and i'm like thumbs she's like thumbs so i put my thumbs down she grabs them and she goes go so i just like lift her off the ground she's like wow it's better than the old disney world rides (laughs) it's more interesting that is um Man, you know what, Des? I think I'm gonna have to book you next. I want to be next up. I want to be your subject. You wanna, you wanna be my subject and doubt me until you, you see to, the photos. You, you, yeah. <laughs> what kind of subject? Like you gonna take a little leaf? No. Oh God. You know what? No. Should, I, should I do like special like Kobe Boudoir photos? No, I don't do that. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> nice. You don't do Kobe. Wait a minute. What's going on? Yanni can hit me up though. You, you disc- wait. You discriminate against men that want to do boudoir for their ladies? Yes. yo i really hope that our audience doesn't discriminate and they do what they're supposed to do by consider giving the show a follow at m report pod on twitter and instagram and of course subscribing to the website for any and all new content at mreportpod.com even send us an email we'd appreciate it at mreportpodcast at gmail.com first up on the report is not the box office we don't got time for that the granddaddy of them all just happened on Sunday, and we are here to break it down for hashtag the Oscars report from your favorite minorities. I so just, I just want to point out that. What do you uh, want to point out? I just want to point out that that transition. I gotta say, it's probably my favorite. I think anytime you pick, you do a transition that is about anti-discrimination. I think you're in a good place. Hey, yes, you are. 
you know, I, I try, you know, I, I, I definitely do try, but no, this was, uh, this was good. Actually, the whole night was about uh, progressive values at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. I think in, every Indeed. year it kind of ups the ante more and more and more. Like literally with the opening performance Bro. from Janelle Monet. Preach. That was good. It was good. It was incredible. First off, first off, you see her on the red carpet and she looks incredible. The glitter like, hood dress. Did you see yes, that dress? Yes, the Desiree? glitter hood dress. I don't know if she has time to I'm change. I'm like, it out first. I was like – Bro. She's stunning. And she knew she was stunning because after her performance, she went right back to the glitter hood dress and sat oh, back yeah. down in the audience. And uh-huh. you could see her every time she was anywhere in the frame. Nice. You're like, oh, Janelle she's right there. Yeah. Focus. She's come such a long way. Like, I remember living in New York and I used to work promotion outside of New York City for like this little artist that came like Janelle Monet, like nobody knew what to do with her. Right. She was, she was signed with Bad yeah. Boy yeah. like like a long time ago. And they just didn't know what to do with her because she was she was very unique. Um, and I, it, it took her a while to kind of get her footing. But I think people like embraced her sound. And then ultimately, it's like obviously cultivated in like other talents as an actress. I mean, she's been in Hidden Figures. You know, she's in the new Antebellum movie that's Antebellum, coming out. Yeah, um, and she's really she Harriet. Yeah, she was in Harriet too. And she was great in Harriet. Yeah. The interesting thing about her is 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 that I can tell you exactly what she looks like. I can tell you songs that she's featured in, but I could not tell you a single one of her songs. I don't even does she well, have she original music? She, no, she she has a ton of original music, but her music is very it's signature her, and it, it doesn't have a lot of commercial appeal. But it does have like a, for those who are like appreciate you know appreciative of music, they respect her talent. But her songs are like her everything that she sings. Like it's sung with a purpose and very intentional. Even like, I wonder if she had a hand in writing the song. So this huge opening act. And once again, we have like a back-to-back year where there is no present, like there's no, not present. There's no, there's no host. Yo, we don't need a host. All right. Host is done. We we don't. The show. Yeah. I liked it this way. Yeah. Yeah. No host. No problem. Good opening number. They had all of the snubbed um, <laughs> film yeah. on stage. I saw Midsommar. Midsommar, oh my God, this is great. Wait, and Joker us, was on the stage and, and he wasn't us. snubbed. That's Wait, true. I got to say something about the opening act. Yeah. Okay. The opening act was good, but I really feel like it was very calculated. Correct. So, you know, like in a movie where something is off, but as long as they call it out, we can swallow it. And I feel like that is what this opening act was about. You know, they brought up that there was no women nominated mm-hmm. as They brought up there's only one black person. Yes. Mm-hmm. They brought up all these things. And then I feel like, oh, now the audience is okay with it. But is it actually okay? So, Like, my, it just kind I of like you. we put all that stuff on the back burner because they called themselves out. But it's calling themselves out enough. It, it, it's definitely not enough. And you'll see the theme throughout the night, right? Like the show ends up being very self-deprecating because you have Janelle Monet that has this very not, it's not even tongue in cheek. It's, it's, it's kind of like it is poking fun at the failings of the Oscars, which is weird. Cause like, why would the producers allow this type of act in there? That's just kind of like how it's always been. It's always made of a joke. And I think that's it. That, that's what's the unfortunate part is that it gets made light of and we all laugh at it. 
and it never really gets taken seriously till we'll have the same conversation again. And it's going to keep coming back up. So, I mean, but it was still a fun, like trying to get, trying to randomly get actors and actresses that are like these yeah. titans in the game yeah. to like <laughs> to sing after you snap. is not yeah. easy, I love, right? I love that. I love that Brad Pitt did not he snap. Did. He, he did, did not. No, he did try to sing. He did try to sing a little bit. I liked it. Yeah, Tom Hanks trying to do la 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 la. Tom Hanks is such a good sport. I love, I love, I love that she 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 would get a couple people to do it and yank the mic away from them halfway through it. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, the thing is, is that she's an entertainer, so she knows like she has to like. Keep it going you know what, stuff. man? Again, I know nothing about her music, but I would go see her live after that. Because yeah, she's she a very just good seems like a great entertainer. Oh my gosh, I don't even—I don't even want to call it out. But can we just like she pulled a Nicki Minaj on that stage? Do you remember when Nicki Minaj's shirt broke before she went on oh, stage yeah. for the performance? Yeah. And, and Nicki Minaj, yeah, Nicki Minaj just like held it and she just was smiling and singing and she did uh-huh. not care. She totally like recovered from I know, that, that was moment. A, I mean, unfortunately, maybe that's the man in me. That's the first thing I was like, oh, that was a quick wardrobe malfunction. I wonder how it's because like <laughs> that thing popped. I said, like, okay, let's see how ABC oh, yeah. handles that's it. a man reaction. <laughs> no, it was good. No, I thought she handled it really well. She did, like yeah, like a chair. And everybody else did as well. Like you had Steve Martin and Chris Rock kind of come on like like it's like oh you would almost think they're doing the shtick that what they would do as if they were hosts and these gentlemen have both been hosts in the past chris rock and him several times and they're they're completely calling out the the oscars which is so funny i love what chris rock said about his twitter do you remember there's definitely something on there yeah 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 there's definitely something on there which is hilarious because he's on the stage yeah, yeah and, and, but that's like that's the cute thing about it. We could all laugh at it, even though it's like kind of like a serious thing. It's like, oh, you know, you know, we're celebrating the directors, and, and what don't they have? Vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was great. <laughs> and my daughter, my daughter was watching a little bit. She's like, they said vaginas. I said, it's okay. Vaginas not a bad they said word. Okay. Vaginas on television. No, I taught my I taught my daughter from an early age. Vaginas not a bad word. Okay, we all we're I mean, not we all got them. She got them. Like your kid is the one on the playground saying you have a vagina and you have a vagina and you have yeah, a no, vagina. She know, you know why? Because I don't want her growing up in an environment where like she doesn't know how to describe her body parts in the event that someone does something they're not supposed to be doing. I want her to be like that strange man tried to touch my vagina and scream it. Like, then we got to worry about that no more. That strange man tried to touch my pupita. The dead strange man wow. is dead already. Nah, nah, nah. I know how to teach And you. on the topic of vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a lot of them on the uh, Oscar stage for wins. But we did have, of course, you know, some nominees. It was cool what they did. Like they had these montages and clips of each of the nominees. And they kind of got things started, which I think was interesting because like it, 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 I was like, yo, this is really going to go long, right? But then you had Brad Pitt, and they made sure that, and they typically do best supporting actor, like pretty early, pretty early um, yeah. like you know in 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 the ceremony. And obviously, you know the nominees for best supporting actor, you had Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci didn't even show up for the um uh, for the night because it was a lock. Brad Pitt was going to win, and he started off yeah. being as yeah. cool as you would expect. He, he was. His speech was really good. Yeah, um, I was, I, honestly, the way he was acting with the, some of the performers and stuff, I was like, not really liking him right now. But um, really, then his yeah. speech won me over. Yeah, I don't like that he didn't snap, man. I'll, I'll be honest. He I did mean, redeem himself on. a little bit with the la 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 la. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but 
but he didn't snap, man. But, I mean, but you know what? You know what? Spot actually, let, let me tell you something. Easy. As soon as she asked people to start snapping, in my mind, I swear to you, immediately I thought, I'm sure that there are some famous people that don't know how to snap. Well, they That's don't know how to snap. It's more common people, than you would think. But yeah, then you, you just got to act. You're an you actor. You just got to pretend like you're snapping. Yeah, but you know what maybe, you do when Maybe he can't keep up with the beat. Maybe he can't keep up with the beat. And try to get it right and take multiple takes. Wow, Shama clearly you know, can't snap. Can you actually snap? <laughs> okay. Your fake snap is horrible, though. Can you give us a fake snap? I don't know about that. Yes, completely out of the tempo. It definitely looked that crisp. But uh, yo, Toy Story was crisp. I did not expect this movie to win. I don't know what it was. I know you picked Klaus. I, I picked Klaus. So of course, you know we all did the Oscar picks this year. And um, yo, I've been killing the award season. I've been killing the award season. But I will give it up to uh, our boy Raul Nevado. He has won the Oscars pick challenge. Some some um, say the one that matters. Yeah. I, also, I mean, you don't yes. have to give it up. She, he already has it. You didn't. You I never had it. it. You don't have anything to give. He just won. I got I I, I got twenty out of twenty four. That's correct. Awesome. Yeah. And I will now take my fifteen minute uh, to to talk. Well, Colby minutes. usually takes twenty. So. Yeah, he usually yeah, takes sure <laughs> I damn sure don't. Keep in mind, I, like, I won everything up until now. Okay. I'd like to thank my mom. And look, he still wants to say something. He can't help it. <laughs> Kelby, it's my time, sir. Yeah, your time. All right. You're not Kanye West. You're not stepping on my stage to steal my thunder. Mm. All right. Uh, I just want to say one thing. Thanks, mom. <laughs> oh, look at that. That was very, very cute. That everybody, very, did very cute. everybody did it at the Oscars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I feel like my laugh was really bad. I'm really sorry. I'm still... <laughs> I have like the weirdest laugh right now because my throat is still like recovering. So I like have like a super creepy laugh. Did you hear it? She had Lala Land. Did you hear it? Lala Land. Over there in the city of angels. Oh, that must have been really, really nice. Yeah. Yo, but I mean, it was great. Yo, Toy Story. It was so weird because Klaus like had picked up some momentum um, in the Annie Awards at the BAFTAs. And like, I thought like, okay, you know, this could like, this could be a good win for Netflix. And I, and me personally, I had Klaus as my number uh, two rated animated film of 2019. And what was number one, number one was Toy Story four. But I just, I oh. really just thought the momentum was leaning towards Klaus and that the Academy, like if you believe in like the, the Oscar puzzle theory and stuff like that, they don't like to, you know, to award uh, sequels. And Toy Story Four pulled it out, and they did a really good job. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a great film, so I'm 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 happy that it won. But like, yeah, my my head said Klaus, and I got it wrong, but it's okay. But yeah, man. What's but, cool uh, we also had that right after that. We had that Into the Unknown World performance. Remember that? Oh that my gosh! I got so emotional. I I got so emotional. So, Shama, I had a hard time understanding some of them. So, well, so okay. So, one from a technical aspect, they were unfortunately, languages. They were, <laughs> every everybody unfortunately was a little bit ahead because Idina Mazel could not hear herself. If you notice, she was about she was about a four count ahead of the song, but you could tell like she's she's a vet, like, and she was really she was working because it, it was it was really really tough. So, even though she was a bit ahead, she still sounded like a rock star. I wish she would have taken a little bit more of the song, but then when it did get over to all the different voices, now Shama, were those like were those voices from like like people that are in the park or like from that dubbed it like the from the, the dub the, 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 the version the worldwide yeah got you that oh, was cool it was like ten of do them up think, on stage it was nice do you think that when Adina walked off stage 
She walked towards the audio booth and threw her microphone at it. I know. I, I fucking would. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I, 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 she should have turned into her character from Uncut Gems. Like, what the fuck is this? Huh? <laughs> oh, she's <laughs> here in this beautiful dress, and I can't hear my fucking – oh, my God. But, but she's a pro, though. Like, she sounded and, amazing. And Aurora was great, like, on the, in the back, back oh, then. Who, who is that? Aurora. Aurora? Aurora? She's know, an I artist. She's a that. singer. She's a singer. I don't I don't know who she is, but like she's the a lot of people. Oh, she's, yeah, I thought that was like a starting to listen. No, a lot of people are starting to listen to her music ever since Frozen came out. That is nuts. I like she looks like a sprite. I was like, if there was a like some type of manifestation of like what a like a little spirit was supposed to be, it would look like her. <laughs> it was crazy, but it was a really really good song. I think there was like so many good songs, and that was a nice little surprise and. Like another award that kind of took me by surprise. I just I thought that this would have been the opportunity to give it up to uh, Greta Gerwig was the best adapted screenplay, and I thought it was early to have that award in the ceremony. And then uh, Taika yeah. beat it out for it. Taika, it, I know. For, it was like great, like one of the greatest moments at the Oscars ever when I saw Taika Waititi on stage. Holding yeah. his first oh, oh my god. Yeah, and his speech is really good. His awkwardness is, is oh, funny. He's he's got this charm about him. Like he's got the it, it's kind of awkward, but I think he really owns it though. Yeah, but he's got a distance charm. I don't think I can actually have a conversation with him. Like cause that would drive I, me I, crazy. I, you know what? But I, I love I, to I know watch what you it. I know what you mean because he he does that to <sighs> it's like I I, I I know I know what you mean. It's yeah, like he's always he's always a always step, on. He's a step yeah. ahead too. He's, step ahead. he's, he's sarcastic ahead. about everything. He's, he's very much a step ahead, and he's yeah. like he will set you up, and like that's really clever comedians and people that understand beats and comedy. They will do that. They will set you up, and like you don't even realize you're thinking you're having this casual conversation, and he's completely pulling the strings and pulling you where he wants you to go. He's that type so of you, guy. Do you think at the after party people are like, "Oh God, here comes Taika again"? No, because you know what? <laughs> I think I think the the academy <laughs> likes him. Like he's, I mean, he's just he's been he's been he's been hot shit. You know, um, obviously with he's you know, clearly with, talented. He's extremely talented. Yeah. Like human talent. I, anything that he does next, and I'll say this: I I I had JoJo rated as a higher film than Little Women. But I really did appreciate the screenplay of Little Women and like what Greta Gerwig did in adapting that story. When you read into a little bit more about what Taika did to adapt the source material into Jojo Rabbit, it's pretty impressive because it's like it's really weird. impressive. Yeah, it's a huge yeah. job. Really yeah. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. said it like it might as well have been like an original screenplay, but hey. Yeah, because he only adapted like half of a book. Yeah. Yeah, and he made it a whole. And he thing. created the whole world around it, so which is great. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's definitely I'm 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 due for a rewatch on uh, Jojo Rabbit, but that's uh, that's really really good for them. And I like when Brie Larson filmed him while he was putting his Oscars under the seat in front of him. That was really good. It was crazy. This was crazy. Yo, speaking of which, yo, Brie Larson, wow. Like it's, I, I keep thinking about how many like idiots were like Brie Larson's ugly. She shouldn't be Captain Marvel. Have you I seen know. her at award shows, bro? Like obviously that was a choice. It's, this woman is not exactly. like that was a choice. Oh my gosh! You never get it. What you guys? What you think of Shia and Zach on the stage? That was beautiful. I liked I it too. It was really nice, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Um, I mean, like one. So they only asked Shia to come up. He said, "I'm not going to do it without my buddy Zach." And it was great. And and and, and I'm I'm glad that they allowed Zach to work through it. That is that is one. It's tough for anyone. 
to be up on that stage to try to read a teleprompter that's hundreds of feet away and you know with all the nerves that are built up for you and just knowing that you know Zach he really impressed a lot with his feet you know his, his feature role inside of uh, the peanut butter falcon and he took his moments and you know Shia didn't like try to like you know get mean like you know like hey hurry up like you do it like no he like he allowed him to do his thing, man. And like, that's what we need. Like we, that's like, that's tolerance, you know, like and the, the patience and, you know, I, I really hate using the word like, you know, um, mentally disabled or mentally challenged. Like, we all have our own challenges and some mentally are easier different. to see than others. And, Just yeah, I like that. Yes. Mentally. D- d- it's so tough. Like I, I that's something I'm I really mentally different. Work on. I feel like I'm yeah. different. We're all just mentally different. Yeah. It was definitely, um, it was a really good moment. I will say, there was like this moment at the end where Zach he he sort of freezes. Yeah. And 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 Shia has this moment where he like he lets out like a like an uncontrollable little giggle. Mm-hmm. And I was so worried that people were going to yeah. try to say that that was rude of him or but something. But I like just that. read it as somebody who's like it's like you're with somebody that you know so well mm-hmm. that you like you can laugh. Exactly. Yeah, that's I got, how, I got the same how, thing. That's how yeah. I felt. Yeah, he, if he giggled, yeah, of course. Like they stayed together for a year, like a whole year. Yeah, I mean, they they truly are friends. Like it wasn't like you know he was paired up with someone that he doesn't know or like you know under, kind of yeah. understand or anything. So I think that was like really really important. That was. That, that was dope. That was a really like touching moment. Yeah, I really liked it. That was dope. Yeah. So um, then you also got like so there was a lot of there's a lot more musical performances than what I realized. Bro, can um, we talk? Can we talk? Can we talk about the next amazing musical performance? The surprise musical performance. Well, oh, so, Eminem. So oh, Cynthia so cool. Revo. I mean, there's that, that comes a little. That, that, that came a little. Bit. I mean, there was a lot. I was so, thinking of Eminem. So with with the um, the best score category, they spread them out like how they typically do, and will have the artists or people who lend their their voices to the screen for it. Original song, yeah. So Chrissy, yeah, it's my, my apologies, the original song. Chrissy Metz, everybody knows her from This Is Us. She was inside of a faith based film that came out this past year called Breakthrough. Got to be honest with you, it's one of the better faith based films that I've seen in a while. That's what I keep hearing. I have not seen it. it. Really, really, and I was actually, the worst. And I was actually super surprised that a faith based film got any kind of nomination. So. Well, I mean, the song was the only thing is, is that so the song that she sung, it's a good song. It's very straight. Um, I do not remember it at all in the movie. And that I, I, I do. I it's the one thing I get bugged at is when we celebrate when, songs and I cannot when tell. You listen when to the, the song movie. in the movie. Like you get so emotional than when you heard the, the song on stage, because like. It, she 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 was humming part of the song inside the movie, and then you heard the whole song at the end. So it was oh, like a wrap up for the whole movie. Like, this movie, it was. I'm not so a fan. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of that. So it really it, it played over the credits. Yeah, it played over the credits, but in the middle of the movie, like in a certain scene, something happened, and she was like humming, like maybe like the first quarter of the. Of the Man, song. I'm, I'm nah. You like that role? I'm not a big fan of that. No, I don't mind it. Like, it's, if it, we're going to celebrate well, the song in the movie, yeah, it was well used in the middle of the movie. Like, and I, I, it, this movie was like, oh. I got to look it up and see. I, I, I really did enjoy the movie. Um, but then after the song, we had some other. Pre- they did this thing throughout the night where they have, like, somebody, like, so there was a presenter that was coming out, but they would have a presenter to present the presenter. Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> like, hilarious. And they call themselves yeah. out on it. They do. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But then you had uh, Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig, and their chemistry, my goodness gracious, those ladies are great. 
yeah, I cannot believe like, that Maya Rudolph like, lives in the same house with PTA. Like, how do they live together? Wait, wait, wait. Like, what? She was in the same house. Are they together? Yeah, they were married, right? What? I didn't know that. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Right? Get out of here. Let us know. Shama's going to fact check it. Lies out there. Yeah, I I, I always know that Paul Thomas Anderson is married to Maya Yes, Paul Marlowe for their four children together. What? Wow, that is I know life. that. Because like the first time I saw Tiffany Haddish at uh, PTA's house, I said, "What is she doing there?" Like Tiffany Haddish and Paul Thomas Anderson, different months. Then it's like she's his, she's her friend, you know. Wow, that is wild. <laughs> I did not know that at all. Yeah. If the Oscars ever do decide to go back to a host, Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey. Whatever combination of those four ladies, those four ladies, like they can pull it off. Like, it, and even that little that sketch, like little skit, shouldn't have worked, but they found a way to be charming, and it did. I didn't like their dresses were weird. I don't know what the hell Kristen weird was. She looked like a labia, but like it was really <laughs> weird. <laughs> it was odd, but um, hey, good on them. Like they, it was nice. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a little bit. It does a little bit. What does it mean? No, I'm not showing you guys these pictures. Wow. Don't Google it. It's the same thing in Arabic. Oh, good. (laughs) Don't Google that, guys. It does look a little bit. That's that's all I can think about. I was like, what the hell is this? It was... uh, was Her her dress was so... I will say, I'll be the guy that... that, I mean, that's not my humor. It's not. You know what? And I can understand that because as great as I love their energy, did you watch Wine Country on Netflix last year? I tried. I, I got through 10 it minutes. Didn't it didn't work. It just like, I don't know what it is, but it was just, it, I don't know. It was missing that something. It was missing a lot. It, it, it didn't have the punch. But um, you know who did have the punch? Laura Dern. Laura Dern gave probably, the, in my opinion, the best Oscar speech of the night. With her win for Best Supporting Actress, obviously the field was tough. I don't really think that there was an upset possibility. I mean, you had Florence Pugh, you had Kathy Bates, you had Margot Robbie. I was rooting for Scarlett. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I mean, that would have been tough. She did a great job in Jojo Rabbit, but Laura Dern had all of the memento going her way. She's been she's been the the first time I saw Marriage Story, I said like, oh, Laura Dern will win Best Supporting Actress before seeing the rest. But then afterwards, it's like, Scarlet and Jojo, like it was different. It's yeah. she's, it's ne- different. she's never S- done Scarlet like gives this. the more the more emotional, like you know, like punch. But the character was written to do that. Nora is a shark, and she's the first character, first supporting character in a while. Where like I distinctly remember her character. Like Nora was a beast, and I didn't watch Big Little Lies, so everybody was kept saying, "Oh, she's just being her character from Big Little Lies." Well, I didn't she fucking is. see she it. Is. So it was really really great like i loved her performance and her speech like she did like she thanked her you know the 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 nominees in her category you know she thanked her like you know her her journey along the way and stuff like that and then like she thanked her parents like talking about her parents as heroes and like the the, the, her parents are like big celebrities like they've been around for fucking ever you know um and like her mom you could just the the camera could come back to her mom and like she was just so proud it was dope man oh it was great yeah. And like, what a great uh, birthday present, you know? Like, she got the Oscars on her birthday. Yeah, look at that. Nah, so congratulations to Laura Dern. And then we got like Raul, the celebration. Sorry, Raul, really quick, was like, why is everybody thanking their mom? 
And I was like, because moms are awesome. And he was like, nobody's thanking their dad. And I was like, what are you going to think when you get up there? He's like, my mom. No, I was like, I want to thank my dad when I get up there. And then I was sitting there and I was, oh, fuck, I can't thank my dad. He didn't do anything for me. I will thank my exactly. I will thank my mom and my dad. Well, I'll tell you this. I I think that there's people that definitely need to take notes on how to do an Oscar speech. Yeah, for real. Obviously, the sentiment of the evening was talking about representation and diversity. Like everybody knows that there's changes that need to be made within the voting body and with the way how we kind of like take in the films, right? So a little bit after this, um, there was oh my god, there was one this one nominee that ended up winning. It was for I believe it was for. It was either sound – no, it was sound editing, right? Um, the guy who did 1917 and yeah, all the speeches and stuff like that, you know, talking about like women in the industry and stuff like that. We need them. And this guy has the balls to say, I want to thank my wife for giving up her uh, her editing career so I can be an editor. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And the camera cuts – I didn't even every- catch that. Yo, it, the camera cuts everybody. We're just like, what the fuck? Like, read the room, my guy. You have to understand that that's the issue. The fact that there's been these gender roles that have been in Hollywood for so long that he just blatantly says, I want to thank my wife for staying home with the kids so I can be an editor, even though she was already an editor. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, it was. It just, it's like, ooh. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't know. We don't know fully the story. Yes, of course, of course. True. True. No, 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 true. She might not have been successful yet. They might have really needed to pay the bills. The they had a conversation. Is, she said, I'll get a full-time job and have experience in yes, managerial yes. I positions. I understand what you're saying. But this is the problem is the story that's been told over and over yes, again. Yes, I get is it. It's the story that's in our head. But he, yes, he's we not, don't know her I just story. I don't want to be that guy that's yeah. just sitting here shitting on him. Yeah, no, I understand. Like, that. Well, so he's not the same guy that said like this is the last uh, 20th century Fox uh, movie, right? He's not the same guy. No, no, no yeah, it was no, no, because no, no, that, no. that, that, that was that was the guy who won for sound mixing for Four B Ferrari. They took that home, but like, and then right afterwards, when sound design came, I really didn't think they were going to split the um, the wins. I thought both of them would. Next year, we're not to worry about it. They're merging the two sound categories together, so it should make it a little bit easier um, to kind of identify. I just felt like you got to read the room and. While he didn't say anything wrong, who knows, like, the dynamics of their relationship. It's just that's been the story of our country where you have the man just assuming that, hey, even though you've got your job, if we have kids, you put that on the back burner. I'm the one that now gets the Oscar. And while it's not wrong because we don't know, it just would have been smart to say, hey, I want to thank my wife for being the rock in our relationship and doing what, you know, what it needs to do. I wouldn't be here without her. Yeah. This is yeah. without just like saying giving up her career and like that's tough. Ah, yeah, it, it's tough, but you know, that's all right. And what was cool was that right afterwards they uh, started celebrating like the, like the best scores, right? That kind of like were coming out and stuff like that. And like it was a really good like clip, right? And yeah, and you see you see Eminem at the end, and you're like, wait, he's not singing. Why is his clip so long? Wait, why is he? Wait. He's walking. I feel he's going through a door. Wait, is something happening? Is he? Nah. Who? Nah, he's not there. I'm a, nah, he's I'm not there. He's not there. It was there. like the clip. And then he, he's there. And we're like, what? Yeah, it was good. Man, he looks good with a beard. I, I never liked him with a beard. I never no, liked man. him with a beard. I liked it. I liked nah. it. I liked it. I thought it looked good. <laughs> um, 
And now, nah, man, that and, and I love I was sitting there watching it and guy next to me says, oh, this is my favorite song of all time. And I was like, for real? And then he receives a text from his girl. And it's, he says, oh, my God, Eminem is performing your favorite song. He was like, see? And I was like, <laughs> wow. And so he and I are sitting on the back seat, just like going off, singing along with Eminem. And it was, and then seeing the people in the audience just well, some of the people. Yeah, I Martin, was surprised. Like, I was happy. Like, Martin Scorsese was asleep. Scorsese <laughs> <laughs> was asleep. And his daughter was asleep. He was just in pain. You could tell that the music just hurt his head. <laughs> he really, really uh, did. Um, he really, really was in pain. But, uh, but man, the performance was so good. Mm-hmm. And every time they bleeped him out, I, you know, I was in the back row just letting everybody know what he was saying during that time. Yeah, no, uh, it, was, so, it was. So we didn't miss any moments. Yeah, I was in there before 100 times. No, it was yeah. definitely really, really good. But I, personally, that was not the best musical performance of the night. It goes to the Oscar nominated actress, Cynthia Erivo, um, for I think it was the most, the most, the most uh, impacting performance. But I think Eminem's was equally good. Did what Cynthia Erivo does? No, Bro, Cynthia her song like, was better than her film. Okay, afterwards I'm just like, okay, number one, I I remember the song in the movie. I just didn't like the score that was around it. So like, I just it didn't have like this lasting effect. But like, what I saw on stage, I'm just like, fuck, why did we not just make this a movie musical? I would have much appreciated Harriet as a movie musical because damn, it was. It Her was voice really, is like, really good. Really good. And then she hit that high note at the end just to really sell it. Wow. And she looked like the Oscar statue, too. Man. Yeah. yeah. Her, no, her performance was definitely incredible. She was rolling with the camera. And, and I was like, hey, do watch this movie. And people next to me were like, yeah, you don't. Just enjoy the song. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I think I think the movie still needs to be watched. So that way. Yeah, people- it needs to be watched. Like, it's it's not that bad. It's like, when you see it, you see like, oh, my God, they had a great chance to make it huge, you know? That's one of the worst was- things I hate saying after a movie. Because her performance, her performance was phenomenal. Yeah, but you won't know until you watch it. Because imagine those same people when the international film category came up right afterwards. And they were like, you know what? I wanted to see Parasite, but I just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to read. I was talking it. to somebody who said like I hate reading subtitles. What? Yeah, but you know, a good movie. You don't remember that it's subtitles. Every time, I, like the second time I went to watch Amelie, I was like, "Oh, this isn't in English." It's always the I would second say, time it's I watched easier. it. Yeah, than the second watch, right? Is that what you mean? Like it's always easier on the second no, watch? No, it's like it was so good the first Just time forgot I forgot that you forgot the subtitle. Hmm. Listen, I remember very clearly that. That uh, Paris had it is uh, subtitled, and I still think it's a great song. Yeah, no, I think I think it it, it it did something with the pacing where it was easy to follow for me, and I never felt like I was missing something when I'm yeah, I was reading my attention. Yeah, I would say it's easier to follow than a lot of the ones I've seen. Yeah, I yeah, agree with that. I, I, I definitely I, I definitely do. But like, yo, I mean, it was great seeing Bong Joon Ho be able to get up there and accept his win because, like, one. This is now the second time that he's up on stage. He had one for best screenplay, which hey, shout yeah. out to him. I, 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 I and at I the end of the think. speech, he yeah. made it very clear that he was going to drink till morning. Yeah, yeah. No, he he did. He's because he he felt fulfilled. He I, I don't think that he expected that he would win for best screenplay. He knew. I mean, he won. It was get it was getting international film. International. Yeah, that's he legitimately yeah. thought he was done. He yes, really really yes. did. He's like, I'm not going on stage again. No, he's not until. A little bit later, um, right before it, it was great. You had Sigourney Weaver come out, Gal Gadot, and then you also had Brie Larson. Man, they looked 
great badass female heroines in their own right for all the different films um, they celebrated and uh they had like that orchestra where the the the, the female lead conductor yeah, that was that was awesome. good orchestra, yeah. oh my god the my she like she killed it um and doing all the different scores from the nominated films and shout out to um to Hilda Gunnatir for her win for Joker best score. And her speech was really good. Her speech her was speech really, really good. Yeah, it, it was speech. great, um, you know, so for her awesome. for that win. And then afterwards, um, you've got Spike coming out in his uh, tribute to Kobe Bryant with his purple suit on. And it's now time for best director. And everybody thought this was Sam Mendez's night. And the shock when they say Bong Joon-ho, Bong Parasite. Joon-ho. Like, it is nuts. Even himself, he wasn't prepared. Like, he was like, what? He was like fixing his his, his jacket and standing he up. He thought he was done. Yeah. Go ahead, Raul. How you feel, man? I don't know, man. I don't like I don't like <laughs> Listen, I wasn't even that mad that Bong Joon-ho was, but I was mad that Sam Mendes didn't win. Because, like, yeah, no, no, no. Bong Joon-ho did an, an exceptional job. And I, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at the choice to give him the award. I'm, the, I'm mad at the choice to not give Sam Mendes the award. If that makes sense, you know, and I and it and it sucks because I feel like that's just the way everybody expected it to go. 1917, Sam Mendes is winning this, and so then he wins, and I'm sitting here, and I turn to my peer next to me, and I go, "If you give someone best screenplay." <laughs> And you give them best, best director. It's coming. How do you not give them best picture? Yes. So, and, and that's the thing. Like, I did not think that this Academy and, you know, I, I wish we had more time to talk about some of like the, um, the blind, um, like, did, have you heard some of the different articles that have come out, like from the, um, uh, the, the secret anonymous voters? And like all their different comments, oh, I'm not going to watch that movie. We don't want to award like um, some Korean, um, you know, for best director. Some like really incendiary comments um, for people who didn't want to go on record, like saying who they are. But these are voters in the academy. I did not think that this voting body would do what they did. And you know, before we get to the last, you know, award of the night, we had you know the best actor and best actress winners come up. Joaquin Phoenix um, for Joker. Um, and then you have Maisel Weber uh, for I got to make a comment on what you just said. Yeah. Like, if you, especially with all the buzz behind Parasite, mm-hmm. if you're still so ignorant that you decide to not see a film like that, being a member of the Academy, you're not a film lover. That's correct. Okay. There's, a lot, there's a lot of members of the academy that aren't fully. And also, you shouldn't be a part. judge. That's just the principle of like being a judge. As a judge, you need to look at everything. Yeah, they definitely they they have some work to do. But I, I'm, you know what? I think the pendulum swung so far in this direction because of what happened in last year's Oscars. Is what I'm thinking. I feel like they did not feel good about it, right? And it completely swung the other way. And it's not saying that Parasite isn't deserving. Um, even though I had issues with the last 20 minutes of the film, everything up until Mr. Kim's decision was honestly probably like a top three film for me of the year. Like it was that impressive. Man, those last 10 minutes made it the 23rd best film of the year. Yeah, it seems a bit dry. Are you shouting out my rankings, bro? I haven't even published them yet. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Since day one and I never changed it. No, bro. I just, I'm, I'm when, when a character makes that type of decision, it can undo so much. And I'll go, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, when we get to the top 10, 
that's coming out next week, you guys will see it and we'll, you'll, you'll be able to hear it. But um, but yeah, look, shout out to Joaquin Phoenix. Great performance, well deserved. Hated. I didn't, okay, I'm not gonna say hate. Disliked his Oscar speech. Really, really did. Oh, I liked it. Not. Except, except trying to make me feel guilty for loving milk. Yes, listen, man, I can't afford. Milk, yeah. I can't afford to get milk from these these really nice farms that they actually milk them by hand. I'm sorry, I can't afford it. Nah, All right, I don't but know. I, I'm not gonna stop drinking milk. I've got this thing like I've dreamt of winning an Academy Award. I have a a, a bet that I made when I was uh, 12 years old um, with a uh, a childhood friend, and we made a bet twenty thousand dollars was gonna win an Academy Award first, and it's still still an active bet, right? And I just always imagine like what I would do in that speech, like like one paying homage to the people that I'm nominated with, celebrating everything that I've done to get to this point, and then also celebrating the people that helped me get there, right? And while this is his platform, he can say whatever he wants to say. It just felt like a like a squandered moment. I feel like there may be a lot of people that really like you know like really helped him get to like a good place because he said himself yeah, that he was a scoundrel. No, right? that's that's the thing. I think you're like. And yeah, I didn't really care for the speech, but I felt like the speech was really good for him. It's just, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you're sitting there hearing something that's like not really for you, but mm-hmm. they're like saying it to a crowd. Like I thought his speech was really good and it showed a lot of growth in the fact that he called himself a scoundrel. Like mm-hmm. I, it was a really great turning point. Was it a Tom Hanks speech? No, but nah. it wasn't like, it wasn't but also, like a bad speech. Also, we have to recall, he... He's done this speech what four times now. Mm-hmm. So the like speech has he, changed not, every time though. Yeah, so he's not going to keep repeating himself. True. So it just so, it just so he and he did acknowledge his fellow nominees. Yeah, at the at, at the at the beginning he did. It just it it, it one it was, was super long. <laughs> it was it was super it was long. A, and there, was, and there was a lot of people like his one like I'm I'm all about reading the room and and I'll say this one he already knows that he has quirks and things and he is not the. He's what's the word I'm looking for? He, I was I don't want to call him odd. His social skills are not like maybe as high as like some other people are, and mm-hmm. he was getting uncomfortable with the praise, right? Like he was like, "No, stop, stop, do not like talk," because he really wanted to get it out. Um, I, it's just a matter of like like reading the room. Like one, if people aren't like into it, it's I don't, I don't was he wasn't everywhere. Like he was very direct in what he was saying, but like it's funny how much like you know in the BAFTAs he was like you know. Oh, the Baptist, like, you know, so, so white and stuff like that. And this speech kind of turned like all lives matter, but it is whatever, it's whatever, you know, but, um, Renee's speech was a little everywhere as well. You know, shout, shout, shout out to her, you know, shout out to her. Congratulations to professor Hoare for his uh, number one film of the year being awarded for that performance to, uh, uh, to, uh, Judy. And of course, uh, Renee Zellweger for that performance there. And of course, parasite shocked us all. By winning Best Picture, that was uh, so cool. When it came out of Jane Fonda's mouth, I'm just like, "Wow!" I was like, "It did it." But like you said, Raul, if it won Best Screenplay, Best yes. Director, how could it not go on to win Best Picture? Yes, I agree, 100. Uh, percent Yeah, I mean, it's like saying, "Hey, you wrote the best movie of the year." Oh, hey, you <laughs> told the best visual story of the year. Hey, you did not make the best film here. <laughs> yeah, it would have been no, no, no. crazy at that point if 1917 would have won. And that, that was the front runner. So it was definitely a big upset. But And I'm glad that a lot of the people in the audience like were like, no, give them their shot. Because they want to make sure that everybody had enough time and the producers you know, of that film to, uh, uh, to speak. And you know, shout out to South Korea 
first time that they've ever been nominated for an Academy Award, and then first time winning. Like that's it's yeah. pretty, it's and, pretty and, impressive. And first four, first foreign language film to win to win, to win best, best picture. Yeah, it is. Um, it's incredible. So I expect the pendulum to swing completely the other way. Um, they are going to pick the whitest movie. To win the best picture in 2021. Promise you that. (laughs) Promise you that. If it's the best movie. Uh, We will see. Uh, We will definitely see. But, yo, so that is the Oscars report. What a telecast. Hey, any any tips? Please start the show half an hour early. Because if you know you're going to go over half an hour, just start it. Start it at 730. Like, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> we, we, we keep doing this over and over again. Start it early. You don't got to worry about trying to rush and stuff like that. And also, really great job, Billie Eilish, with the In Memoriam as well. They missed a couple of people um, on there, but it's just something that happens. But, yeah. yeah um, How really, come they missed Luke Perry? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It, it's definitely nuts. We'll talk about it a little bit more in the coming weeks. But, yo, that's your Oscars. Next up on the report. We're going to squeeze this in real quick. The box office. And I think the guys kind of hinted at it. They work at a movie theater. You said it was quiet this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's really disappointing. It, it, it is really disappointing. It's crazy to think that like four days before the weekend started, right? The reports were coming out. There was early buzz and praise on at the time. Birds of Prey, The Emancipation um, of the One Fent... Fuck, I can't remember it. <laughs> Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. There we go, right? And everybody was saying that there's a projection of somewhere between 50 and $55 million in the box office, and people were excited. Like, there was genuine excitement. And mm-hmm. the Thursday night box office came out, $4 million. Whoa. Well, if it's going to get to 55, it's got a long way to go. Yeah. Friday box office came out, 13. Saturday, yeah. domestically this weekend, it did $33 million. Now, that's not bad. It's just not great. And it's obviously not what <laughs> <laughs> it's not what they were expecting. And then when we get to the review pod, I think we can dig a little bit deeper so into it. What's the budget? The budget the, the, so from what I'm finding, it's somewhere between eighty-five and ninety-five million dollars. Worldwide, it did make eighty-one point six. So in your opening weekend to get close to what your budget is is still good. It's just not the original Suicide Squad, Deadpool, Joker, Wonder Woman good. You feel me? And that's whack. I'm I'm interested to see what it does throughout the week and what this second weekend's legs look like. Except there's a shit ton of movies coming out this week, so <laughs> it's gonna be really really interesting to be able to see. What was weird though, and man, we're we're really gonna have to break down to it. In the number two spot, yeah, Bad Boys for Life. It it dropped like such a small percentage. It made twelve million dollars. This is what week number five or four right now. Um, it's at $337 million worldwide. Great. 1917, it got the Oscars bump, made 9.4 million for your number three spot. That's at $291 million worldwide. Doolittle only dropped 8%. <laughs> Yo, this movie made $6.5 million to be number four. It's now made $161 million worldwide, which for a lot of movies, that's actually pretty good. Except yeah, the movie costs $200 million to make. <laughs> so it's still going to wow. lose some money, but for some reason, it actually has legs. People are keep. I mean, there's no 
I'm t- people are craving kids films and now they got one this weekend. Yeah, lots of families just like want to go to the theater and watch it. The people been talking to me saying, oh, we know that it's not that good, but like we don't have an option. If you guys have a Disney movie, we'll definitely go watch it, but there is no Disney movies playing there. <laughs> don't tell Disney that. Onward, you know? <laughs> don't, don't tell Disney that. But yo, in the number five spot, still, still within the top five, Jumanji in the next level made $6 million. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Nine weeks in the theater. $768 million worldwide. That's the power of the rock. The gentleman falls to number six, making $4.2 million. It's now at $60.7 million worldwide. Gretel and Hansel, oh man, uh, I had fun with it. Too bad nobody else did. It made $3.5 million in its second week. It only cost $5 million, so it's only made $10 million, oh, but it's nice. making some money. Um, Little Women is still in the top 10 at number eight with $2.37 million. Star Wars Episode Nine, the number nine spot at $2.31 million. And you've got Knives Out climbs back into the top 10 nice. with the Oscars bump and uh, gets $2.2 million. Um, the Rhythm Section, the new movie that came out last week, um, it made yeah. $1 million this week. It came last week and leaving this week. Yeah, it's crazy. Lots of Bro, that is wild. Its budget was like $50 million, right? $50 million budget. It's made $5.3 million worldwide. Did you see it? Bob, yeah, I saw it. Um, it's not good. I've heard it. <laughs> It's no, 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 no. There are good things in the movie, but it is not a good movie. Let's put it like that. Yo, um, that's crazy. But yo, that is your box office, and we will talk about it more next week as there's a – I mean, the number is going to be crazy next week. Last up on the report, opening up this weekend, like I said, it's a ton. You've got the photograph. Sonic the Hedgehog. Fantasy Island. Downhill in select theaters. Portrait of a Lady on Fire in select theaters. And – it is now 12.01 at the time of this recording. To all the boys, P.S. I still love you. That sequel to the Netflix movie is now streaming on Netflix as of right now. My wife is in the living room. She just texted me saying, I'm up and I'm not going to bed. She's watching this is it movie really, right now. Is she, it really called P.S. I still love you? Yes, to all the boys, P.S. I still love you. Okay. It's, but you remember the first one, right? Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, PS I, yeah, I'm a big. It's I, not PS. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> that the Gerard Butler one. Different movie. Everybody thought it's the same thing. I remember this when it came. Oh man, luckily it's not in theaters because I could definitely confuse some moviegoers. But um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it, it's, I, I'm I'm excited to watch it. Um, I was hoping I could watch it with my wife, but she's now watching without me. So, um, bro, did you, did you see those those reviews of Downhill? No, were they good? Bad. They hate the movie. It's based off of a previous, like a French film, right? Um. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like I. It's it's something, something, something. But I, the trailer looked unique. I mean, this one, it's uh, it's. I guess this woman starts to have second doubts about her husband after he runs away during like an avalanche. This is. I, I am very intrigued by this movie. Really? Yeah. When I saw the trailer, I was like. Ooh, that's fascinating because maybe it's because I'm a girl, but you just women, we just find ourselves so willing to just like do what it takes for others. And I just, I just wonder if I was ever in a situation like that. And a guy did that. And then he tried to play it off. Like, no, I didn't. Like, what would you do? Yeah, (laughs) that's it. It's it's, it's tough. He did. Yeah. The the, the tone of the movie, I think, is what's going to matter most to like its success and like how it works on me. I got to figure out my movie schedule because I have no idea like how I'm going to. Well, no, I know how I'm going to prioritize it. I'm watching a photograph Thursday night. I am 
really, really excited about it. I've been talking about it a lot, which I don't want to say it's uncommon. There's just this film has two black leads. The marketing has framed this film as being about a black romance for, story and not wrapped up around their blackness. And it's such like an authentic representation of like what we need on screen. And I love it. And I really hope this film does great. Me too. Yeah. Lots of people are having their dates on uh, on Valentine's watching this movie. Oh, yo, the theater! Like, I'm I'm looking at my Sold local AMC. They're there. They're it's selling out. Um, yeah, it's it, I, I'm I'm really really excited for that. Sonic the Hedgehog. Let, yo, for all the shit that we gave the the original like you know uh, character design of Sonic, we better go out and support this movie. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah they all did right? a great job changing it. Yeah, they re- they really really did. So go out there, take your kids to go see Sonic. Yes, you do. Did you like the, the original character design? No, but I just never like played Sonic. I just think the movie looks bad, period. I mean, and Dolby, Dolby, like, what is Sonic? Dolby is enhanced the movie with them. Like, wait, wait, wait. Like, it's going to be in Dolby? Yeah, it's playing in Dolby in the morning and oh. uh, Fantasy Fantasy Island in the evening. And Dolby wait, enhanced why the, the movie. Why is Fantasy Island going to be in Dolby? Oh, my God. It's a horror. It's a horror film. Oh, come on. Yeah, but like Dolby supporting uh, Sonic and they helped them like for, for a month for post, in thanks for post-production for Dolby Vision. So It looks terrible. I'm just going to say it. it. It looks terrible. I'll say this. It was screened very well from the critics. Uh, okay. It was? So did... Uh, 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 oh, you're correct. Yeah, so where's Birds of Prey? <laughs> We will talk Ooh, about Birds of Prey in a little bit. But, yo, I'm really hoping that I can find a theater to watch Portia of Lady on Fire. Even though it came out in, late in uh, 2019, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I'm having a hard time, a hard time finding it. out where to see it, too. So. Yeah, it's, it's still like, you, you know, guys, it's my number four of the it's, year. It's so weird. It has so, one of the best opening scenes ever. There's a theater here in Atlanta that is showing it tomorrow, but it has no other show times for the rest of the week. And I don't understand it. Like, I, I don't know what to do. So I don't know. I, I may, I may, I may ditch half a day of work. I don't know. I really, really want to watch it. Right. Um, I've heard amazing things about it. You've got all these movies. Let us know what movies that you guys are watching. Um, and we'd love to be able to kind of follow you guys and uh, you can follow our thoughts on what we get around to watching. And, you know, we'll report back next week on it. It's going to be fun. Be on the lookout for uh, the review pod. We are going to be breaking down birds of prey and really trying to understand what worked, what didn't. And Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fun. You'll also come in soon to your favorite minorities. We will have the Minority Support Top 10 of 2019 and the first annual Reporties, our award show. You guys contributed, gave some really dope and fun categories that we have nominated to celebrate the best of 2019. And it's going to be great. Be on the lookout for that for next week. And then uh, going on into the rest of February, we'll try to do some like best of decades, bonus pods. Um, So yeah, keep up with it. The best way to do that is to get at us on all the socials. Make sure that you are subscribing to at mreportpod on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, and share this episode. Leave a review. Five stars if you love us. That would be great. You can follow me at Kobe Told Me, my boy Shama, at Muhammad Shama on Twitter and Instagram. You know you can follow your girl, Dre, at Ezra Photo for all your photo needs on Instagram. And my dude. Raul at the Raul Nevado on Twitter. And hey, be a part of the show. If you have a report, let us know. This is yours. Minorities Report. Peace.